Well, hello there, and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani with Jerry Usher, and as we've been saying for eight plus years, hopefully you, you are the key person. You are the teachers here. We introduce the topic, and you take it away in the Take Two style. I love it. Jerry, I'm I'm just going to say it. You know, I'm just going to blurt it out there. 145 days until Christmas. That's what I'm looking <laughs> forward to. That's what Debbie's looking forward to. What about you, Take-Two family? We have done this topic before. It was uh, The phones were packed. It was a very inspiring uh, broadcast. And we're going to ask you today to call in and tell us again, uh, some, what are you looking forward to? Is it, is it back to school? Obviously, back to school is pretty much right upon us right now. Uh, it could be a family reunion. You could be in line to receive one of the church's sacraments for the first time, a wedding, a baptism, seeing a great new movie. What do you have in your life that you are looking forward to? These kinds of things, Debbie, I think keep us motivated and moving forward. And I think, I think it's a good thing to have things to look forward to. Absolutely. And especially if you think back when we were, when we were kids, right? That's why I brought up Christmas. Where there was always that countdown to Christmas, you know, 145 days, 100 days, 50 days to Christmas. And, and that does keep us moving forward, like Jerry said, with a sense of hope and a sense of joy and excitement. It's an adventure. Life is an adventure. So we're asking the question today of the take to family, what are you looking forward to? And maybe, hmm, quite possibly, it could be something that's, you know, something that's not so good or, or something that's very, you know, sad or tragic in, in, in ways like a divorce or um, maybe a, a treatment that you have to do for something that you were just diagnosed with. Um, and those kinds of things, you know, you can kind of dread the thought of having to go through them, right? Or we can talk about it today on Take Two, and Jerry and I are both life coaches. It's all how you look at it. If you turn that glass a quarter turn, everything looks very different. So the number to dial to uh, get in on this conversation and discussion is 833-288-3986. All right. What is it that you're looking forward to? The best time to call the show is always right now, 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. Perhaps you're uh, moving, kind of zeroing in on retirement. Uh, maybe you uh, have retired and you've decided, you know, that's just not the life you want to live right now. So maybe you're looking forward to finding another job to go back to work. It could be anything that you have in your future, on your calendar, what is coming up in the future, the near future, the distant future. Maybe it's a pilgrimage somewhere, maybe uh, going to a holy shrine or something, a cruise. 833-288-3986. And we've said this um, pretty much from the start of the show in 2015, um, that you don't have to be Catholic to call in. Why do we say that? Because if you can hear the sound of our voices, we consider you part of the Take-Two family. So if you just tripped onto this uh, broadcast and the station, uh, welcome to the family. Now call in, okay, because we need you, 833-288-3986. Yeah, and we talked about, I I mentioned uh, it's really important to have things to look forward to, and I think otherwise, Debbie, you know, as life coaches, we know this really well. Uh, If you get kind of stuck in a place, you know, in a rut, so to speak, and nothing is really changing in your life and you don't plan for things, uh, life can get kind of stale and, and, you know, bad things can happen to us, you know, emotionally, psychologically, physically maybe. So we we think it's important that we have things to look forward to. So what's something on your calendar in the future that you are really 
as Debbie said, till Christmas. What did you say? 145 days. That's right. Maybe you're counting down the days. Maybe you're counting down the hours to do a very, very beautiful experience in your life. Let us know about that and how excited you are to be uh, looking forward to uh, participating in that. Mm-hmm. 833-288-3986. When you call in, you'll speak to Charles Berry today, right? A Char- Charles is answering phones, I believe. He's on phones, not social media. Okay, so Charles is... Oh, no, it says no. So it is uh, Matt Kabinsky, I guess... We have Matt Kabinsky still on the phone. Yes, it's Matt. Okay. It's Charles Beery on social media. Okay. So if you send a comment in, I got that a little mixed up there. Um, then you'll, then you'll send it to Charles and Charles will get it to us. But Matt Kabinsky is our call screener. He is wonderful to talk to. Here's how it works. You call this number 833-288-3986 and you'll speak to Matt for a few minutes. Then he'll put you on hold. You get to listen live and you'll slip right into the discussion just like we're in your living room just shooting the breeze. That's how Jerry and I like it. Very informal, very uh, welcoming, um, very relaxing. It's an enjoyable experience. I mean, we get a lot of first-time callers, Jerry, Mm -hmm. and uh, they are nervous at the start of the call, but by the end, they're they're just loving it and calling us back, hopefully. And that's what we want. We want to build mm. those relationships. 833-288-3986. Maybe you love to plant a garden and you're looking forward to uh, reaping the fruits and vegetables of that garden that you have planted. If you're a farmer or uh, you know, so maybe you're married to a farmer and a farming family in one of our listening areas, maybe you're looking forward to, hopefully, God willing, a beautiful bumper crop coming up this fall. So let us know what you are looking forward to. We have a couple lines that are taken right now. Matt Kubensky is busy already answering phones. And Charles Beery will get the comments from those of you on Facebook and YouTube watching the video. Hello, waving to you guys. And uh, just feel free to call us. You can email take2 at EWTN.com. Post on the show website, take2show.com. And as I just mentioned, on the Facebook or the YouTube video streams. And we can't forget our wonderful producer, Ace McKay. He is fabulous um, running all the controls there. And Ace is also the one that does the great posts on Jerry and Debbie Facebook page that you guys are commenting about that you absolutely love. So don't forget to like us on Jerry and Debbie Facebook page. Please find us there and like us. We're trying to grow the family there. Also, you can visit us at StandTallToday.com. That's our life coaching outreach ministry, StandTallToday.com. And we've got free consultation, so that always helps. It helps a lot. Not a penny out of your pocket to see if one of the coaches would be good for you, a good fit, maybe help you kind of re-kickstart your life or just uh, you know find a different path or direction. God has a lot of things in planned for all of us. And, you know, as you always say, Debbie, life coaching is not about looking back. It's about looking forward. That's right. So our topic today is very much related to that. So standtalltoday.com. You can get a free consultation with any of the coaches listed there. Do that today, folks. Do yourself that favor. Uh, but also call into the program 833-288-EWTN 833-288-3986 we have Alita, Jean and Mary already screened by Matt C's working fast I told you that but there is still room on an open phone line for you what is it you're looking forward to with maybe a little bit of impatience you just can't wait for it to get here 833-288-3986 Okay, we're asking you, what are you looking forward to? And, it, you know, at, on 
take two, uh, you know, that's that question sounds very exciting, right? You know, what are you looking forward to, right? So you get excited about that. But on take two, we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly. So you may, you may be looking forward to something that's just not so pleasant. We want to talk about that as well, okay? We, we, are, we talk about the real raw truth on the show. So, you know, don't hold back. If there's something that's coming up on, uh, in your, um, on your calendar and maybe you want to talk about it, let's talk about it now. It's a perfect time at 833-288-3986. And as promised, before we get to Alita... Um, I just wanted to share, Jerry, Eucharistic Mystery, uh, journey deeper in your understanding of the Eucharistic mystery and understand the Eucharist, Eucharistic story of God's love for us from the Old Testament to the institution of the Eucharist. Download the free, I love this free ebook, The 12 Stations of the Most Holy Eucharist at EWTN.com slash Catholicism. Anything free from EWTN, I would grab it because it's fabulous. Well, yeah, everything they sell is, is hand-picked, uh, knowing that the, the customers of EWTNRC.com would really love those items. So definitely, mm-hmm. folks, check that out. 833-288-3986. What's something you're looking forward to? Alita in San Antonio, Texas. What is something you are looking forward to, Alita? Welcome. Hi, thank you. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to um, my first-born daughter. Um, she'll be starting college this um, upcoming fall, actually in, in, on the 21st of August. Um, she'll be starting at Texas State, and so we'll be moving her up um, and, and hopefully, you know, continuing or exploring her Catholic journey, her Catholic faith. We just... Um, came out of an ax, a teen axe retreat, which she really, really liked. And so, you know, hopefully she can be involved in campus ministry there. So hopefully I've, I've you know, planted the seed well and, and she can, you know, continue now on her own. Well, it sounds, Alita, like you have done a good job of laying a foundation, your entire family, because you sound very, very confident that her faith is going to influence others as opposed to the other way around, which is so often the case when our young people go off to college. Does that pretty much the, the, describe how you feel that your daughter's ready for that, uh, for that possible environment that could be a little bit, you know, challenging to her faith? Oh, yes, for sure. Um, I think, yeah, it was scary at the beginning a few months ago, but I think this act retreat really instilled in me to just have faith in God and, and you know, let him um, work his, his glory and, you know, unto continue prayer unto others, like not only herself, not only my daughter, but her friends and, and whoever she may meet, um, classmates, her, her roommate in her dorm and stuff like that. So, yes, I definitely believe in prayer and, and God's glory. Uh, Alita, you said it, it, uh, she's your firstborn, so um, congratulations when you when you get them um, off to college. That's a big that's a big shift in the family, and that's amazing. And it, it, there's a lot of excitement behind that, and then a lot of um, you know um, promise and you know the future of, of what she uh, her studies and what she wants to be when she. Um, 
you know, fully matures in that, in that area. And I love that. So I've got a, a, just a question for you. I have the prayer book out. If you feel comfortable, if you could give us her first name, I'll put her in the prayer book. We'll pray for her, uh, first semester, obviously for when she starts college. But, um, and the second uh, question I have is, um, I'm sure you probably did this already, but did you uh, pack her her suitcase with kind of a survival kit, a spiritual survival kit of, you know, holy water and St. Benedict medal and miraculous medal and, of course, the rosary and a crucifix and some prayer cards and maybe a relic? Oh, no, that's a very, very good idea. Because I did go online and, and pack, uh, get, get a list, print out a list of, you know, dorm room necessities. <laughs> I never even thought of that. I, I have almost everything that you've listed. Um, her name is Christina, uh, Teresa, Christina Barrera, with a K. Um, but yes, I'll definitely see me doing that. And, and you know, she, she'll be about an hour away. So if there's anything oh. that she needs, like more holy water or, or anything mm-hmm. like that, um, definitely take it to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wow. and the reason why I share that is, be- and Jerry just typed over, and I'm glad he did a Bible and a catechism. And this, these survival, um, spiritual survival kits, I've been a firm believer of them for many years. I used to suggest it to my, the, to the high school uh, families that I was, um, I was a youth minister for. And, um, and I, and I will share with you that many young adults, when they get to college, when they need it most, they don't seem to have these things available. And so if you would just do that, I, I think it'd be wonderful for Christina to have those available if and when she can um, have them as re- holy reminders. And also too, um, maybe uh, share with her, if you get a blessed holy card and, and, and ask her to slip it underneath her mattress in her dorm room, okay? Because she's going to be sleeping you know, uh, uh, many hours in her dorm room and to have, um, those, those saints that she could make friends with, um, though that's very powerful as well to keep just, just to keep her an added level of protection, Alita. Yes. Yes. No, I agree. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. She will have lots of prayers. So will you Alita and your entire family. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us here. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. First one, first one first off to college. One. I know, amazing. So the first one, first one in everything: to get the driver's license, go off to college, get married, all those things. But Alita has a great thing going on with Christina, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that line is open there eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. We're just simply asking you to look on your calendar ahead uh, from beyond now, and uh, let us know about something that you are looking forward to. Eight three three. Two eight eight three nine eight six. Okay, so we'll move to Jean in uh, Carroll, Iowa, uh, waiting so patiently. Hi, Jean. Hi, how are you doing, Debbie and Jerry? I love both of you. As you um, know, when you hear this all the time, your show is wonderful. You know that. It's very helpful, very interesting, and very necessary. Today's a happy time, though. It's a happy day. I like that. I like the happy programs. I know you've got to have it all, but the happy ones are so uplifting. Fall. All right, mark your calendar for my benefit. August the 26th, Saturday, is when I decorate for autumn. I love autumn. I love Christmas. Autumn leads into all that. Autumn leads into Thanksgiving and Christmas, all the happy stuff that we wait for. We never outgrow that. 
I've got all my autumn decorations in the uh, spare room. I brought them out from the garage. They're all waiting to get decorated. I can't put them out yet, not until the 26th of August, but that's when I decorate. And then I can't get real pumpkins yet. They're not even out to buy, I don't think, yet. It's too soon. They'd be rotten anyway by the time, you know, November came. But the other things, this, the, the cute little things that you put out, the pumpkins. The, I have velvet pumpkins. I have ceramic pumpkins. I have all kind of stuff. And, of course, the fall leaves that you wrap around your pole out front. And just everything, scarecrows. You name it, I've got it. I love it. I look forward to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, one thing leads to another. It's very uplifting. And if anybody has any concerns about somebody who uh, passed the one or whatever, you know, the sad part of life, unfortunately, think about fall. Yes, mm-hmm. all the leaves turn beautiful colors, lovely. And they mm-hmm. die. They fall to the ground. That's true. It's true. But look what happens in the spring. After Christmas and all the excitement is over, which we love, then comes January and February, I know. But then the little buds start to bloom again, and you've got new leaves coming out. I mean, it's wonderful. It's the cycle of life. That's why I like fall. And uh, it's just wonderful. I just wanted to say that. Uh, I I can't wait. (laughs) You've got three more weeks. I do, anyway. I've got three more weeks before I start putting it out. Okay, so I have to share something with you, Jean. So we're so now because you I put the date in August 26. Okay. So I do the same thing, but I always for some reason, I don't know why, maybe it's cuz I probably that that old-fashioned thing that you don't you don't wear white after uh September or something like that. You know, remember when we learned all those fashion trends when we were kids. So I started decorating for fall cuz I love it as well and I have them all lined up in the garage and it's hilarious that you're saying this and I never thought to start at the end of August. I always start after Labor Day. So but now I'm going to start August 26th. So when you're when you're decorating Jean, be thinking of me. I'll be thinking of you because I'm putting all those colors out as well. And I agree with you. I was born in the fall. I love the fall. I love the, I love the, um, the color of the leaves and how they, and, and how the cycle of life, the creation, God's creation, how it changes and how it gives us, it lets us enter in deeply into the mystery of what he intended for us in that rhythm of life. I couldn't agree more, Jane. And I don't think we spend enough time outdoors. And I think when we decorate like this, it encourages people when they come over to our homes and stuff to really appreciate God's creation. So God bless you, Jean. I can hear the excitement in your voice. And now I get to, I, you just moved me up a couple weeks. So now I get to put out Beautiful. all the, yeah, the orange and red and yellow. I love it. I love it. What do you, do you decorate for fall, Jerry? Well, I was going to say, you and I both live in areas where the, the climate is usually pretty warm year-round, and on Christmas Day, it doesn't really feel like Christmas Day. Uh, I mean, it does, of course, from a spiritual standpoint, but not mm-hmm. from, like, you know, the, the, the leaves and the colors and the snow and all of that. But I, I was going to say, um, you know, I was going to say to Jean uh, just a moment ago, um, you know, she's blessed to live in an area where you actually see with your four eyes seasons. the four seasons yeah mm-hmm. because yeah. our idea of the four seasons is it drops in your case from 120 down to about highs of about you know what 85 during, yeah. the, during the winter so it's really <laughs> just cold <laughs> it's really it's it's really just a, a difference in temperature for people who live in a more of a warmer climate so yeah. i'm a little bit jealous of people who get to live in an area where you know you see the leaves fall down the trees are bare and things are dying and that gene talked gene talked about spring you know yeah and things come back to life. I mean, that's just so, it's so Christian to, you know, so it really appreciate. T- it tells us about, you know, the cycles of life and death and life and death that we all go through. Mm-hmm. 
Gene, thank you so much for calling in and sharing with us. Now we're all going to start decorating August 26th. I love that. I'm going to start decorating for Christmas August 26th. Are you really? Are you? (laughs) No, no, seriously, are you? I know people that do that, actually. Oh, well, I know people that start shopping in August. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a new Well, challenge. that's not a bad idea, really. My sister was a year-round Christmas shopper, and by that I mean if she had to go into a department store to get something she needed, she would just kind of look around at the discounted you know, sweatshirts and clothes and gym, uh, gym sweats and all sorts of other things. She would get the most amazing deals. You know, she would yeah. get something that was retails at $49. She'd get it for $5. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow! So we saw that this this <laughs> it looks so shopper. opulent. You know, the, under the, under their tree, my sister and brother in law and their two sons under their tree. Um, I think my sister called it like something like planned opulence, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't. At the end of the day, it wasn't all that opulent because, mm-hmm. like I say, she got bargains on everything. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's really, that's, that's cool that she did that. Yeah. That means she really made an effort and she thought of family and friends all the Mm -hmm. time. So that, that kind of goes to show the beautiful heart she had. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so we want to hear from you. What are you looking forward to? I'm, I'm super excited that Jean called in because, um, yeah, I, I absolutely love what, what the appreciation she has, um, for, for God's creation. I love that. Do you feel that way? And do you look forward to things coming up? on the horizon and and things that are in your in your calendar on your calendar or do you you know think about it like this do you get out of bed in the morning and you say the first thoughts are you know thank you god another day or do you get out of bed and say oh another day you know which which way do you start your day your disposition your attitude is it an attitude of gratitude or is it an attitude of like oh this is just not working out for me because that stops you if you start off the day like that that stops you from looking forward to things do you see life as an adventure it's very exciting even the, even the not so good stuff the bad stuff it's an adventure it's an experience it's a way for us to grow and to lean on God and to trust God more or you know and that helps with keeping the hope and keeping the joy when you say Jer Definitely. I think it's a very, very healthy thing for us to do. And that's uh, absolutely why we're talking with you today, the Take-Two family, about that particular issue, whether it's uh, going back to school. Maybe you've been away from school for a number of years. You had uh, some college behind you, and now you know God has called you back there. Or maybe it's a, a wedding coming up. There are still weddings happening about this time of year. Could be a family reunion. Those are always Grand fun. Grandbaby. A grandbaby, yes, mm-hmm. it may be a new baby or a grandbaby. Yeah, maybe it's football season is back in just a few weeks. I don't count the preseason, though, so it's back on, uh, I oh, think, Labor Day Oh, that's hilarious, <laughs> sports, yeah. I, I'll tell you something real quickly that I'm looking forward to. I'm finally feeling um, healthy enough and up to it. I'm, I'm thinking of going to the driving range and picking up those clubs again. There you go. Yeah. How long's it been? Oh, Two years. Mm. Yeah, wow. I haven't felt up to it for, for my because of my health. But I've had a lot of encouragement um, from people uh, who listened to our show who said, Debbie, you got to get back and play golf. So I'm starting with the driving range. <laughs> Beautiful. Good luck. Thank tell you. All, tell, tell the Take Two family how it goes, okay? I will, but I have to wait till we get beneath the... Uh, 
um, 115 degrees. It's not going to work out too well if I go now. <laughs> Is anybody out there with this hot weather? No, I don't think so. I don't even think the plants are alive. Nothing's. <laughs> it's not good. Believe me. Even yeah. Even my sister called me yesterday. She said I was outside for five minutes. I thought I was dying. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Well, okay. We have a few phone lines open here. It is your show, Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. So we need you to step up right away if you would be so kind. There has to be something that you are looking forward to. It's marked on your calendar. Maybe not. Maybe it's in your mind, in your heart. You know exactly when it's going to happen. And you are looking very forward to something. Maybe seeing a great new movie or a baptism of a, a little nephew or a niece or somebody. Any event you're looking forward to, 833 288 we are just so excited to be with you at this time every day on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio. And thank you, affiliates, for carrying the program so that the Take Two family can participate every time we're on the air. Right back to the phones. First, though, we love to do this as well, Debbie. Congratulations going out to another member of the EWTN Radio family. It's WTOA, and their frequency is 101.3 FM. They're in Albany, Georgia, celebrating their seventh year with EWTN. Fantastic milestone. You made it past those, well, I was going to say, you made it past those really, really vulnerable years. Those first few years can be really vulnerable and tough. Mm -hmm. So praise God you've got to your seventh year. So congratulations to everyone at St. Teresa's Catholic Church in Albany from all of us at EWTN. Nice. Yes. Congratulations. Okay. Diane is up next in Massachusetts on our friends at the Station of the Cross. Hi, Diane. Welcome. Hi. Hi. How are you today? Great, great. Now I'm really excited because Jean gave me permission to start decorating for the fall early, so I'm really (laughs) excited. (laughs) Well, I was hearing that, and it's like I I am a traditionalist because to me, September is still part of the fall because, I mean, summer, summer because um, summer is so short here in New England. So, um, Mm. but I love the fall. Decorating for the fall is my absolute favorite. So I'm I'm in there with you. (laughs) Good, good, good. Very cool. So something that I am looking forward to, um, just a little, little quick little backstory. My husband and I both have the same birthday, and so our children are always challenged, you know, for birthday celebrations. We have four children ages 29 to 36, and this year, you know, we had a, a birthday dinner, you know, kind of a cookout at one of their houses, and they were a little, you know, kind of sneaky or no, not yet, or, you know, I knew something was going on. And basically what they gave us for a gift is they have created a dinner club, and they are cooking a family dinner for our entire family and having it, hosting it month by month. They have it scheduled, who's cooking this month, who's cooking the next month, just for one family gathering dinner um, throughout the month. And I just was, I was touched by that, that they you know, want to gather together as a family. They want to cook because they share our love of cooking Mm. and our love of eating, of course. Um, (laughs) But anyhow, it was like, it was just the best thing. It was just the best thing ever, you know, to just have that time to look forward to every month because as everybody gets older and the the grandchildren are, you know, involved in stuff, it gets harder and harder to find a time that everybody can get together. Yeah, for sure. Just a couple things, Diane. First of all, thanks for calling in. And I find it very, very inspiring. It sounds like, and this probably, you probably they probably couldn't pull this off if it wasn't true, that your four 
adult kids all get along with each other. <laughs> and I think that's a, a big key to all of this because we, we all know that, you know, as, as families, uh, kids grow and they kind of go in different directions. There's not always that real closeness, that, that unity. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you have it there with your family. And it sounds like they love you a lot. Yeah. You know, for them to make the sacrifices to do this, I know it's a, it's a joy for them and all that, but it, there's a lot of work, Debbie, that goes into this. So mm-hmm. these are very, very loving uh, children of their parents and their entire family. I totally agree. I, when I heard you share that, I was thinking, wow, they, they went to this, it's a very unique, it's a, it's a big gift. They're, they're putting time into it and they're spending time together and to, to, uh, to have it be around a meal is huge because that just builds the the family bonds. Wow, Diane, you're blessed. Okay, so I have to ask you this. So you and your husband share the same birthday. Can you share with us the month and day? I'm just curious. Yes, it's July 13. Okay. And it gets even a little bit, you know, more coincidental or maybe not coincidental. Yeah. Um, We were born at the same hospital. And he is 18 minutes older than me. Wow! <laughs> wow! Did your did your families did your families know each other? No, no, no. not until you know, like when we were in high school. And okay, that, you know that's when I met him. I went, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, yeah, that is precious. That is precious. So I have to tell you this, Diane, and you maybe you thought of this already. Um, I have a friend who's, uh, she's like one or two days apart from her husband, and she still celebrates it with him, okay? But she decided she was going to take a half birthday six months later, too. So she has two birthdays because she said that she was tired of, of having all the attention be on both of them. So she, she took that one together, and then she took a half birthday six months later. <laughs> Wow. Well, I don't think I'm going to pull that one off, but <laughs> yeah, I thought that was but hilarious. Great, but it is. yeah, that's a great thing to do. It is. It is. That, so yeah, we are. We are say. truly. We are truly blessed, and we were just blown away that they organized this and they presented it in you know a very funny song and stuff. So it was just. It was just very touching to us. Beautiful. So, Beautiful. so yeah, you're. In, I have. So you. So you're in the. You just finished it, right? Or did they start? Are they starting it in August? Or when did uh, you it st- actually starts in August? Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. I have three daughters and a son. We have three daughters and a son, and our birthday celebration was at my son's house, and then he's yes. actually hosting August, and they have like a little in a picture frame, you know, whose who's home we're going to each month. And Aww. one of them, one, one of them is in a small apartment. Everybody else is in a house. And, mm-hmm. you know, they've loaned their space mm-hmm. to her to, to host. So, beautiful. Oh, uh, yeah. what, a, what a beautiful family. You are blessed, Diane. Did, did, can you give us your husband's first name? <laughs> yes, Jack. Jack. So we're Jack and Diane. Oh, yes. that <laughs> is, there's a song for you, Diane. Um, Absolutely, and that was the song they presented, but they changed the words to reflect our funny meals and love for cooking and how they're our oh, favorite chefs and the skills that they've developed over the years. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's precious. You, you do need, you need you need to start like some sitcom or something because this is too uh, coincidental, as you're saying. I love it. Jack and Diane, well, God bless you. Happy birthday. Uh, your birthday was just a couple weeks ago. That is, uh, that is wonderful. Please tell Jack we wish him a happy birthday and enjoy those meals with the kids. We will. We will. We will. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day. You too, Diane. Bless you. 
833-288-3986. We're going to go next to um, Frank in East Northport, New York, listening on the Station of the, Cro- uh, Station of the Cross's iCatholic radio app. Hi, Frank. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. So good. I look forward to, uh, in a couple of years, I retire from my current job in law enforcement, but I'm looking forward not to leaving that job, but to um, enhance my next stage in life. I want to be a Catholic school teacher. Wow. So I always said that in my last couple of years, I'd love to go back to school, get my master's, and prepare for that next stage. And I start this year in my current parish as a catechist, and I'm blessed that I'm actually able to teach my son's uh, second grade uh, class. And it's an important year because we'll be doing uh, confession and communion this year. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be a great training tool and also giving back to the community to do that for the next couple of years and transition into hopefully religious education. I also had a question. I know, um, Debbie, you're interested, and you worked uh, extensively in religious education. And I mm-hmm. just thought, any tips to prepare myself for um, being the best teacher I could possibly be? Yes, absolutely. Um, thank you, Frank. I just wanted to say, when I was uh, director of religious education, those that came to us as catechists who were in law enforcement, they were the most popular teachers um, because the kids love to ask you questions. They loved it. I don't know, what, what, what grade are you going to be teaching? Did you say second? Yeah, level two, second grade. Okay. Um, they love asking questions of police officers and, and lawyers and doctors and nurses. I mean, they just love it. So that's the first thing I would say, if you're, if you're comfortable sharing that you were in, in law enforcement and what you did and, you know, what you saw and your experience, they love that. The second thing is, I would say definitely, um, Go to adoration, Frank, at least uh, 10 to 15 minutes uh, before your classes or the day of your classes. You don't have to go the the whole hour of adoration if you don't have that kind of time built in, but just before you step into that classroom with the kids and um, ask the Holy Spirit to to fill your mind, you know, fill your heart and come through all of the words. Um, And I would definitely suggest that. That was suggested to me by a very wonderful holy priest many years ago and it was a it was a game changer for me and then um what i would also do is is teach on um also the guardian angels and uh the the truth of our faith in about the angels because a lot of these kids um they're not getting uh, a true catechesis on that and so uh, they're very intrigued by it and in this day and age they love that that comfort they feel that God has an uh, an added protection in the in the angels. So that would be my initial kind of tidbits I would give. And Jerry has also uh, was a director of religious education. So Jerry, do you want to share with Frank? I don't know that I can add much to what you said there. I think that was very very helpful, and I hope it was for you, Frank. All I was all I was going to add to it is, um, if you listen to the show, Frank, you know that we have there are certain uh, professions that we especially appreciate: uh, police, first responders, there's nurses, there's teachers. Well, you got two of the three right there, so I think that's maybe the first person who's ever called in and had two out of the three in one call. But right. God bless you, Frank, for your uh, you know service on on the police force. Um, it's obviously a different world there today than it was before and i just wish you the very very best in the teaching going forward because our kids really truly need one you know very dedicated and loving people like you Mm -hmm. doing that absolutely 
What do you think, oh, thank Frank? Thank you both. I appreciate the advice. I appreciate the advice, and God bless you both. I really do appreciate that. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Oh yeah, and and Frank, let me let me share something else too. We need uh, male catechists. Um, the the f- females, women are, are really stepping up and, and really trying to get the faith out there. We need more men. So Frank, this is by you stepping into that, you're going to, you're going to encourage other men to, to step into that role as well. So God bless you. Thank you. I'm honored to do it. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. What are you looking forward to? That's a great call from Frank. Retirement and then being a Catholic school teacher. That was wonderful. Yeah, I don't know if uh, yeah, it was a great call. It could Mm -hmm. could be anything. It could be anything that you're looking forward to that you know God has put on your heart, perhaps. And maybe it's time for you to uh, pick up something new. Or again, maybe it's a wedding, an anniversary, a reunion. Kids going off to school. Eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. Okay, so we'll go to Jennifer. Jennifer is in San Antonio, Texas, on Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. Hello. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Fullness of Truth Conference. It's coming up on the 19th of this month. And, me, me too. Uh, I'm looking forward to <laughs> I'm looking forward to your talk as well as the um, others that are going to be giving presentations. I'm looking forward to seeing you, and um, I'm just really excited to to see it. Um, come about. I go just about every year, and I'm excited to, to see it this year, and, and you as well, and it's just going to be great, and I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. So I oh, put it in the you. chat, and I just said, you know what, I think I'm just going to call and talk about it. So I just wanted to share that with everybody. Well, Jennifer, I'm glad you did, because um, actually, it's we're in August, so it's coming up um, just in a couple weeks, and so if, if folks, it's a, it's the Miracles Conference in San Antonio, Texas, Fullness of Truth. You can go to fullnessoftruth.org. You can see all the speakers, Father Carlos Martins, uh, Adam Bly. I am one of the speakers. Um, it's just, it, but there's, they have a whole lineup that is just amazing. And um, Jennifer, you're spot on because I think we're in a, in a day and an age and a time when we need hope and we need to build confidence in all the miracles that God has um, prepared for us and wants to, to let us experience and to, we, for us to have hope for. And so I'm, I'm praying that this miracles conference, I understand there's over 2,100 or 2,200 uh, registrations uh, so far. So that's, um, that's, or maybe 1200, I think 1200, uh, but they can take over 2000. So Jennifer, it's going to be a packed uh, place, but please make sure you, uh, you, uh, stop by and, and say hello. I'll be, I'll be next to Adam Bly at the tables. Okay. I will. And yes, um, definitely people need to definitely know that, that God is there and, and he works miracles even in everyday lives. And even if it's in small things, even if it's through, someone's uh, word of encouragement or a song or even through EWTN, just hearing something, it strikes a, a chord with them and they go, wow, that they didn't realize that God was actually working through that. So yes, they need to hear um, something like this conference to kind of spark that and in, in, in them and, and just to bring it back to the truth that it, it really, God is really working through uh, through this day and age. And so, yes, mm-hmm. it's really perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jennifer, I just want to say congratulations to you um, because you, you recognize the need to go to conferences, to feed your faith, to listen to Catholic radio. There are so many resources that we have that we can 
very beautifully tap into. And you see that you're, you're planning to do this. And I know for a lot of people with the pandemic, um, these conferences literally had a very, very hard time. They were trying to go to virtual online and things were so totally different than they were before. So thanks be to God, things are getting you know back to normal now. And you've got these types of conferences to go to, Debbie, because I know you, you probably missed some speaking opportunities, I would guess, uh, during the pandemic. Yeah, no, you make a really good point, Jerry. And it's time that we do get back to being face-to-face, soul-to-soul, where we can um, mm-hmm. shake hands and hug one another and take pictures and build that uh, community feeling. So, Jennifer, I am looking forward to it. And I I agree with Jerry. It's it's time that we do get back together so we can be, um, you know, connected as the body of Christ. So, um, yeah, it's going to be great. We just have to keep, keep up the prayers that everything uh, runs smoothly. Right, Jennifer? Right. And that's another thing is people need to stop being afraid to of being close together, they need to come together as community instead of being, how they say, be six feet apart. No, you need to come together and not be afraid. And I think a lot of people are still afraid, and you can't be afraid. Mm-hmm. You need to come together as as community, as church community, and not be afraid. And I think this is conference is a good first step to being towards that. And so mm-hmm. yes, it's a great opportunity. Definitely. Yeah. Well, have a great time. As Debbie said, go and look her up and get, get touch base with the other speakers, too. Adam mm-hmm. Bly has so much to say to the world today with all the evil going on. And, of course, Father Carlos Martins is an expert on many, many things, miracles being one of them and relics being another. So thank you, Jennifer. I know Debbie looks forward to seeing you there. We're thank you, thankful for your call today on the program. I want to mention real quick before we go to Colleen in Ohio, um, we're coming up, Debbie, as you know, on the uh, anniversary of the launch of EWTN. It launched on August 15, 1981, on the Feast of the, Ima- uh, the Assumption of Mary into Heaven. So we're really coming up on that. And what's so awesome about radio and archives is we can still listen to the foundress, Mother Angelica, regularly here on EWTN. She went home to her reward a few years ago, but we still get Mother Angelica's Answering the Call, Sundays, 2 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. It's hosted by Father Joseph Mary and Doug Keck. And this week, Mother addresses what you really desire is peace. How how do people become saints, being angry at God, and becoming closer to God through illness, something we just talked about on this program. Mm -hmm. Mother Angelica answering the call. Doug Keck and Father Joseph Mary have that for you Sundays at 2 and 8 Eastern Time on EWTN Radio. Okay, so let's hear what Colleen has to say in Toledo, Ohio, on our friends at Annunciation Radio. Hi, Colleen. Thanks for waiting. Welcome. Hi, Debbie. Can you hear me okay? (laughs) Yep. Can hear you just fine. Oh, okay. Um, I am looking forward to my daughter finding a home for herself. Um, she's been looking and looking. My husband died recently, and so she'd like to get her own place now. And it's just, I'm helping her, you know, look, but it's just really hard. Like, you know, we're trying to find something in her price limit, and... And even with me willing to help, sometimes, you know, you give a good bid and you go over the asking price and somebody still bids higher or um, or houses just get, you know, they're way out of price range. And mm-hmm. so it's just, it's been kind of hard and I just, she's working hard and she's really just trying to find a nice home for herself. So I just, I'm hoping yep. and praying she can do that. 
Yeah. Um, I would just suggest, Colleen, um, my husband is a real estate broker, and uh, we get this question all the time about St. Joseph. And I know there's there's stories of, you know, people that, you know, bury a statue of St. Joseph when they're selling a house and stuff like that. But the truth of it is, you know, to really to bring St. Joseph in because he is wonderful at uh, securing uh, um, a good and and what and and wholesome dwelling place um, for people. And it sounds like your daughter has a desire to have a, a nice place for her to to live in. And I say we bring in St. Joseph. Have you thought about possibly getting um, a small uh, um, prayer card or a small statue, having it blessed? Uh, placing it prominently in, on your prayer table or where you say your daily prayers and asking St. Joseph to step in and find her a suitable place. He did it for the Blessed Mother. He can do it for your daughter. What do you say? Well, it's, that's a good thought, Debbie. I had thought of that. I guess I only thought about if you're trying to sell your house. Right. But, yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm, I can tell you stories about St. Joseph, how he stepped in um, for many people who really needed help with their, their living situation. And he is incredible. And he's, he's so quiet, always has been, but he just moves in the direction to help people along. And I, we want that for your daughter. What do you say, Jer? No, I agree. And I would, Debbie's big on the guardian angels and so am I. So maybe have your daughter um, just send her guardian angel out there to look for a place for her and maybe work with the guardian angels of some of these places that are for sale. Um, because I, I can I can say I've, I've bought, uh, I think, two homes in my life. And, and I can I can say with with confidence, it, they were both probably neither, neither should have happened or there was, you know, interesting providential things that occurred to allow me to get into those homes. And so I really believe this is not a small, tiny, insignificant issue for God. God really cares that your daughter find a home and, and a good one mm-hmm. in, in the price range. So bring in the guardian angels, the Holy Spirit, you know, can make a lot of great things happen as well. And who knows, you know, a lot, I've seen it many times, you know, when you, uh, you get to uh, want to make an offer on something and they say, well, you know, there's an offer in front of you. And all of a sudden, a couple of days later, hey, the offer, you know, in front of you was pulled, you know, and then mm-hmm. you get the chance to do it. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, Colleen. I've seen so many mini and major miracles with um, home transactions. So we're going to pray that something really spectacular um, is presented for, for your daughter. And uh, yeah, keep us posted so we can celebrate. Okay. All right. Her name is Madonna. Oh, so. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Mm -hmm. There we go. All right. So keep us posted, please. Um, I have a, I, I just feel so confident in, and that she, that you and her, uh, she's getting heaven, heaven's assistance. So let's just really go big. And, you know, sometimes people will settle for something, but God wants us to, to really go big with him. So let's go big and see, see what, what, um, what manifests. Okay. All right. Thank you, Jerry and Debbie. Thank you, Colleen. That has to be exciting, what they're looking forward to there. Um, I I was 51 before I actually was a homeowner. I'd rented all those years up until then. And Mm -hmm. it's a very exciting thing. You just feel so good about yourself. You know, your sense of self-worth goes up and your gratitude to God goes up as well. So I, I hope that all happens for them. Yeah. 
And her name is Madonna. I love that. Madonna, yeah. I can't wait to celebrate. I see a housewarming gift. I see it. This is exciting. <laughs> I love I love when people get into a really wonderful place to live and they start to build their their home, you know, house becomes a home when yeah. you start to live in that in that house and and then like what Marty and I did putting scripture verses on every single wall in our in our home. I mean, this I don't know. I think when we leave this earth, this home is going with us because there's, <laughs> there's too many connections to heaven. Um, so it's it's just it's just amazing how you can really make a house a home, and and I love that. Uh, that would be the first time ever that somebody did take it with them. I, I think. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but there's I don't I still don't know what to do with all the religious art and all the blessed items. I mean, there's so many there's, and mm-hmm. I feel you know I, that it's that Catholic guilt in me. I'm going, what am I going to do? Because what if somebody doesn't come along? You got to promise me, Jerry. If I go before you, you've got to show up at my house with a with a U-Haul and pick it all up. <laughs> Or maybe have one of these uh, free yard sales, which are becoming very, very popular. A free um, religious sale? Well, yeah. I mean, or you could talk to you, the parishes in the areas where you live. I'm sure they'd take some of that stuff, but and maybe some of your friends. You know, that's a good idea. Actually, we do have a lot of rural mission churches, and they mm-hmm. would actually love, I think, some of this artwork. So yeah, that's a good point. You know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to call you go. this weekend. You Thank go. you, Jerry. You're very welcome, Deb. okay so can we share about tomorrow's topic because i think this is fascinating okay tell us about your strongest job interview okay when i first read the title of this i i read it so quickly i it it looked like tell us about your strangest job interview (laughs) and i actually do have one of those it was really bizarre. So it, so strongest job interview is what we're looking for. But you could tell us about your strangest one. Have, did you ever have one of that? Like uh, a really strange interview? Uh, yeah, I've had very strange job interviews. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> when, Just, when you work in radio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true. But we still have social media coming in on this topic, which is exciting. Yeah, Michael M. Looking forward to the ninth Annual Catholic Answers Conference in San Diego the weekend of the 21st to the 24th. Nicholas, looking forward to making his house into more of a home. You were talking about that. Mm-hmm. Anna Marie, looking forward to her husband's retirement. And Timoteo, looking forward to the next phase of my Opus Sanctorum Angelorum forma- formation journey. Nice. Thank you all for weighing in on social media today. Yeah, you guys did such a great job. Thank you so much to the Take-Two family. Again, thank you, Matt Gabinski, our call screener. Charles, Charles Beery was stepping in for uh, Jeff Burson today. And, of course, our wonderful producer, Ace McKay. Jerry. Okay. Hope you can be back with us tomorrow. In the meantime, you are in our prayers, and we really rely on the prayers of the entire Take-Two family around the world. So wherever you're hearing this or seeing this, please, by name, will you mention Take-Two with Jerry and Debbie and the show team and EWTN every day. Until tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, as always, please pray for us.